All right, we're live. All right, and welcome back to the MSG Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is an extra special episode because we got a, a guest we've been meaning to get on for a long time, and it's uh, Nathaniel Tatum. So everybody, please give him a warm welcome. Thank you, Dave. You can't hear the applause and the, the cheering <laughs> from our 30 viewers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, at least you got some that's 30 more than I've got. Well, um, I mean... Don't look on Terminal Lands. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's too late. They're already going. They're checking. Well, they don't know what to look up. It's true. Don't yeah. doubt people. <laughs> no, yeah. that's, that's what I like about the military. You just find uh, some stupid things that they want to do because they're bored. And you're definitely going to get something on camera. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> And then terminal land. <laughs> what? Uh, it, it, True statement. Hey, hey, I'm not saying it's not. Oh, it's not terminal hey, lands? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know the barracks. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, it, he just got out of the National Guard, so it's like kind of. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm very aware. You told me when I got yeah, here. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll say it's definitely a new experience being back in the barracks after I uh, lived downtown for six months. Yeah. I mean, it was calm. It felt I was had less stress. Um, de- definitely was drinking a lot less. I was actually living a good life. And then my roommate says, "Hey, can I can I ch- charge you about double your current rent?" And I said, "I don't think I can afford that. I'm I, I'm gonna live where it's free." Yeah, yeah. Hey. That's, that's how we all want to live. <laughs> yeah. You you like the bar- You like the barracks after you've lived in a place you gotta pay for. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a deadbeat, but <laughs> hey, you no. appreciate it more at the very <laughs> you, least. Yes, yeah. you definitely appreciate it more. Yeah. I think there's a lot of what uh, I gotta keep. I gotta keep a, a lid on some of the shenanigans that go on there. That's fair. That's probably safe. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I might get to swearing. Hey, well, you can swear on here. Yeah, that's all true. I'm gonna say part of my French, as I said. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> My decision is final. Hey, man, I was just saying. (laughs) My decision is final. You shall not pass. (laughs) Yes, very well. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Well, I don't know where to start with this. So this is Nathaniel, right? Nathaniel Tatum. What? Tatum. T-A-T-O-M. Okay. Everyone knows me as Tater. Tater. Except for David. Mm -hmm. Did they used to call you like Tater Todd or something? No, that's just the Marine Corps. Okay, okay. (laughs) Didn't know. How'd y'all meet? I guess since you uh, met at uh, Redeemer Bible Church. Okay. And, uh, well, how old were we? We we were, really we were very young when we first met. Um, I believe my earliest memory of being at camp out with David was we were still in the Cub Scouts. Okay. I think we, I think uh, you were. I think we were Wolf Cubs at the time. We didn't start at the very youngest you can get into Cub Scouts. I did, but you did. I you didn't. didn't. I think you started, started as a wolf. With wolf. Yeah. But. Um, we, you actually lingered behind uh, me and a bunch of the other guys. We we ran off across a dam to go search for more stuff on the scavenger hunt, and I mean you you were well behaved for at first. <laughs> you still were well behaved, but you didn't wander off too far at first. Yeah. He's outing all of my secrets. You're a great guy. That's, you can always trust David. You don't have to worry about him being that friend who's going to be like, okay, uh, I'm telling you I'm doing this, but I'm really trying to weasel out and go somewhere else. Yeah. 
Not that you know of, anyway. Well, you're very honest, but... Okay. Not, not I, yet. Now, now I know some things. He hasn't done it yet, but there's always a chance. I could see why you would do that with me, because I'm very overbearing. <laughs> I want your attention all the time. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, we went through Cub Scouts together and then went into Boy Scouts at the same church and went through all of that until we both eagled. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, Nathaniel went off to the Marines... Okay, yeah. that's not bad. I, st- I stayed in the Marine. Uh, my gosh, they're they're both the same in my mind: the Marine Corps and the Boy Scouts. Yeah, in yeah, some they're way. very similar. I, mean, I keep I keep almost calling troop platoon. Yeah, you probably like, could. Oh yeah, my platoon. Is, well, that's kind of what it's been initially yeah. meant to be, but yeah, uh, like pre-military yeah. service or training to go <laughs> well, into that. I mean, it definitely did help, but also my dad's wilderness survival skills taught me a lot, and I was a boot camp, and I was eating cactus and other random edible plants. So I was finding out there in the field, and when we were on the crucible, we could only eat three MREs in three days. Only three in three days. Only three in three days. So once a day, I guess. That's how I you would have to ration it. <laughs> Are you getting all three I was, I was out of food by by the end of the by the end of the second day or bef- halfway through the second day because we had torrential rain on us coming off the Pacific back in January of 2018 and it was I think around the the mid 30s it wasn't quite freezing but it was getting there okay and MREs have those uh, heating heating packs meant to um, heat our food, but our drill instructors told us, hey, um, y'all aren't going to ever have a chance to cook your food in here, so might as well just throw them out now when they uh, had us divvying it out for best rationality. Mm. Not the best word. I, I just kind of put that in there. Whatever. But um, I just, uh, so I was like, take all the ones that everyone was throwing away, and I kept myself warm. There you go. That's that's a smart idea. Course, the guys thought I was going to catch fire at any moment. <laughs> that wouldn't be too bad, though. Yeah, except, yeah, except, <laughs> except they were warming their hands over the the um, the V of my uh, neck. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> the steam was coming out. <laughs> I was just the one steaming marine there. There you well, go. Recruit at the time. Yeah. How long have you been in there? Uh what? The, the Navy, right? Or the Marine, Marine Corps. Corps. Marine Corps. Okay. How long has that it'll been? It'll be four years in October if they'll. Okay. Hopefully they'll let me reenlist, but who knows? Okay. Maybe I'll just be able to get reserves. Hey, hey I broke my ankle. I'm I'm trying to figure things out. Hey, that's how did that happen? Was that? Um, I was kind of doing. I was kind of being stupid, but also training at the same time. It was uh, it was night around the barracks. There's kind of a op- place that I like to do obstacles, like climb up the wall and then get off, um, and. I didn't see a hole in the garden area, and I, that's where I typically jump into because it was soft enough ground, and there was a hole about six inches deep and pretty steep. So when my ankle landed on, or my foot it landed on the edge of it, I rolled it in, didn't want to stop. Mm. Next day, it was purple and blue and swollen up to a size of a grapefruit. Oh, <laughs> jeez. So you could tell something might be wrong. Yeah, very well. But I was like, oh, no, please tell me I'm not broken. I've never broken a bone in my body. And they said, yeah, it's fractured. Okay, it's not broken. Yeah. But it is broken. You said fractured. It's not like I broke the bone. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah, that's right. Very much. Just keep walking off. (laughs) 
Well, I tried, and that made things worse. <laughs> Dang. Now, yeah? I might, now I may have to get surgery. Hey, man. Hey, that fixes it, though. Yeah. I don't trust the Marine or Navy doctors. Uh, For any of y'all in the Navy, I'm sorry. I really do not trust the the naval doctors at the. Can you get it here? If you wanted, who knows? I might, but I I don't know. They, yeah, to get it. I'm just saying, if any of y'all are retired Navy, I'm sorry, but I really do not trust the Navy doctors when they do surgeries because most of the people I know who's gotten surgeries. From the Navy, end up with uh, it just as bad in the way of nerve damage mm. or still having to have dif- some kind of disability when they get out. Hey, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know much about that. Don't, 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 uh, don't avoid the military. It's still a great time, but if you get hurt, just make sure you choose a branch that has its own surgeons. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that probably treat you a little better. Yeah, maybe the army. <laughs> Maybe. Well, actually, Air Force. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure they got Get, great getting their hazard pay just being around me. <laughs> that's why they're there. Right. So. Collecting checks. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, I didn't mean to t- steer this more towards the army. If y'all, what do y'all got? I mean, I don't know. I can't talk a whole lot about the army. I'm, I'm sure David knows more than me. <laughs> when Wait, it comes, not too much. Well, let's do, let's dr- drift back towards some of our scout experiences, maybe. Okay. Because that's what I was getting at. It's, okay, okay. It's definitely. Okay. Um, what was the reasoning behind both of your interest in getting into scouts in the first place? Like, why did you Don't get into the scouts? What? Mine, they was, was, uh, mine was kind of, I, I wanted to get into it just because it looked interesting, but it was more so that my dad could be a Boy Scout vicariously through me. Because <laughs> his dad, so my grandfather, wouldn't allow my dad to go into Boy Scouts. Like he wanted to with a passion. Wait, why? Because his dad was real big into uh, outdoor stuff. And he said, well, all Boy Scouts do is go camping. Joke and we can do that. Okay. So. <laughs> Shut up. A joke on water. Don't judge me. <laughs> but so that was. So he was like, oh, David, David, they got a, they got a Boy Scout troop. You got to go into it. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed it once I got into it. Yeah. Was that around the time I met you? Probably, yeah, because we got to I think scout. that may have been why you kind of lingered back, is you were like, I'm not sure I want to be here, but you also... No, I wanted it. to be there. You were like, no. you were like I, it, it looked like you wanted to be there, but you're like, I don't know if I want to run off away from David the was taking it shit. slow. He was taking in all the nature, oh, yeah. all the experience. Oh, yeah. That's the way you do that up. is jump right into the woods. <laughs> Continue to thrash around in some poison <laughs> ivy, get the full experience. Well, there was that one guy who smoked poison ivy. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, a scout camp. Oh, we'll man. get to that later. <laughs> but David, but, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, well, there's not much more on the, the beginning of it. I oh. I was never begrudging in getting into scouts because I I oh, fully yeah. enjoyed what they had to offer. Yeah, it was, it was a bunch of camping, but there was a lot more to it than that. Oh, um, and then scouts was even better because I, t- I took a break from it for a while. Yeah, you did. So there's at the end of Cub Scouts, there's. I'll explain my end like after. two two years or something called Weebelows, which stands for Will Be Loyal Scouts. It's kind of like preparing you to transition into a regular Boy Scout troop. Okay. So if you get the the Arrow of Light, that's essentially like the Eagle Scout Award of um, Weebelows. Of yeah, or, or Cub Scouts essentially. So yeah, I can say Weebelows. Nathaniel so. took a break during those last couple. Was it the last couple of years or just the last year? Last year. Okay. Because it's two years. I was there for the first set of Weebelows, okay. and we did a lot of great things together. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, so, uh, 
I don't want to downgrade the scouts in any way, but uh, the scouts really didn't teach me anything in the way of wilderness survival. That was my dad, and then he taught our scout troop. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to compete with your <laughs> well, dad. I, I know, that's very much so, but I was like, we camp all the time. Why should I scout? So he said, you'll make more friends there. I was like, okay. I, I really, I, I wanted to be a scout because I had heard things about it, but I kind of was like, ah, do I want to? Do I not? I decided that I was a kid. I really don't know how my feelings were at the time. I, I wanted to be there and I wanted to have friends. Cause I grew up in a neighborhood with no neighborhood kids. Only friends I had were the, the, the inner city kids at the public school I went to. And none of them really. And I, I played in the backyard with toy army men all day. Yeah. Digging little trenches and throwing used, ash on them. I used to have G.I. Like Joe. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. pretending like it was napalm the ash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my dad says I threw uh, threw dirt for hours on end up in the air and watched it blow away, thinking it was smoke. But that's that's off the topic. You'd see me do that when we first were in the scouts. I don't think so. But um, no. Uh, then I got in the scouts, and man was Cub Scouts, and it was just my church friends more or less. And David was there, and we it was great actually being able to go get out get out of school for the day. Have my home, finish my homework, go to one day night activities, and not be stuck in a classroom setting with your mother. Because my mom liked going to the Bible studies. Yeah. And then go on there because you're not going to leave you. Uh, what, how old were we? Like Young. It's nine or eight, nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Um, at home alone while they go to some Wednesday night activities. So I enjoyed it. It was, it, was a, it sure beat being stuck in a room full of. Elderly adults. Yeah. And we would play dodgeball, do little crafts and activities, walk down to the creek behind the oasis. Of course, the scouts were there and we're like, run, go run away, little kids. <laughs> we just taunted the. I remember we definitely taunted the Boy Scouts a lot. That's right. Set the, the tone of what we would be. <laughs> Y'all were like the bad boys, of. weren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bad <laughs> no, no, no. Eh, not so much. But as bad as, as nine to ten year olds could be. That yeah, was that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. Some of our uh, boy, boy scouting brethren seemed to get into the troop before they were of age to be in the Boy Scouts. They just were lingering around. Of mm. course, I can see why, but they, yeah. they were too old to join Cub Scouts or Weeblos and all that. But yeah, I, I always enjoy Once I hit Weeblos, I think was when I really was starting to enjoy it. But. I was kind of falling behind in school, and I just said to myself, I, my dad asked, do you want to join Scouts this year? And I said, or he said, are you just there to, for the games and what? Don't, or you don't really care about it? I said, I would like to eventually, but I don't don't think I should go this year. And he said, fine. Yeah, the focus on school, I, yeah, I would it's agree. Yeah, that's a smart idea. And so. I was that kid struggling, struggling a little hey, bit man. in school. I've been there too. I had that, those ADD moments. I was terrible in school, so you're, you're fine. But, um, yeah, then, a final year, uh, at the end of the year, it's time to cross over to the Boy Scouts. I mean, I, you got your arrow of light right as you crossed the bridge, wasn't it? I th- yeah, I think they, they passed yeah. it out right then. And then, you, me, and our friend Daniel, who ended up being my arch nemesis the for antagonist. years. antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's not listening to this. <laughs> He's um, one of the 30. Oh, God. Yeah, he just there lost a, a listener. There you go. No, but he was my arch nemesis for all. We'll get, that's another topic for another day. But, uh, yeah, we, that was great. We, we crossed over and we were Boy Scouts. We didn't have to worry about 
the little things. We didn't have it. We we had crossed over into what was it? Shangri-La, the promised land, the place that was the the forbidden place, but now it's we're welcome. Yeah. And there we met our friends. I is I know John Gouge headed off with us at first. Anyway, he he was after you more than I was after you. Seemed like I friended John, and he friended you on his own, and then eventually all of us wander off into the woods. Mm-hmm. This is how we established our main friendship. It was it was interesting those first few years of actual Boy Scouts because you know we're we're the youngest people in there, and usually the older people don't mingle very well with the young kids. It takes a while. Yeah, and familiarity. We did our own things out in the woods, and they're like, "Wait a minute, they're running off over there. Why why are we doing that?" <laughs> That's fun. Scouts is incredibly fun. It's and our troop was something special because you know there's all sorts of Boy Scout troops out there and they each do their own thing, but a lot of them they just focused more on the the book work and okay you got to do this merit badge and we're going to bring in this speaker and you listen to them. Ours was focused mainly around having fun but learning stuff. And learning it was it was more of a practical learning. Yeah, actually doing things and and I'm not just like okay, here's how you tie a knot on the board. No, here's the knot. Tie it. <laughs> yeah, they like, they teach you how to like survive in the woods, yeah. like make yeah, a fire. Had, had survival campouts where they'd be like, yeah. okay, you, you get like a knife and a hatchet and some rope, <laughs> and then just go do your thing. Oh, that'd be so cool. And my you dad, to my build dad a did that three and, times with yeah. us too. Where he said, "All right, cat, what what plants out here are edible?" And we were like, uh, "Cattails, yes." The the uh, cactus, yes. The spiky green briars, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the uh, nuts that you spend uh, three minutes cracking open and only get a tiny bit of meat because you destroyed it on the rock. You got to do what you got to do to get something. <laughs> hey, anything you. works. Um, yeah. But, but ours was, I guess you could call it a high adventure. Uh, but we never... For, Ended up being a venture crew. What was the reason? Not a, not a venture, but a high adventure. I uh, know we de- definitely were high adventure, and I was well, wondering to myself, why don't we ever become a venturing crew? Of course, I know that there was a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot, m- a lot more bureaucracy, and it really was not worth it. It would restrained us. Yeah, for those that don't know, there's kind of an offshoot of Scouts. It's still under the Boy Scout family, but it's called venturing, and it's kind of like they extend the age. The upper end of the age limit. And also let females in. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, now, nowadays, they're doing this, all this. Like, come on. We always let them in. It's, it's not like we weren't somewhat inclusive. Yeah. So instead of getting kicked out at 18, you get kicked out at 21. But so it gives you a, a few more years. A few more years. And it's it's more centered around doing stuff like backpacking. and. Hiking. But we already did that. Yeah. We, didn't we did all that yeah. ahead of time. And broke the rule, the travel rules. <laughs> Said, oh, yeah, we... Traveled the amount of miles that you told us we could travel in a day. We traveled double. I think, yeah, you could only travel what? It was either two hundred fifty or five hundred. Unless miles it was in going someplace two hundred and fifty like, miles in a day. No, it was, it was probably five hundred. Th- yeah, it was like no, I think it was like three hundred and fifty or something. It, it, it was like a to to have the Boy Scout insurance cover your troop, you had to travel under that that travel cap. Or else if you went over, then they wouldn't cover you if something bad happened. Wait, so y'all, y'all, y'all what? No, 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 we drove. No, no, no. We drove. Okay, so you were like, how did you walk 500 out? miles in a day? That's, I, I don't I know if that's would. possible. Grant, <laughs> I have walked 
53 miles. In I see. A, I can understand that, but to say 500 miles well, walking it was 53 day, in miles a 24-hour time span, I was like, that. Yeah, that's, you would have to consistently be running, and even that you can't run consistently for 24 hours straight. No, we were crazy. crazy. You would, you would, no, you I was going to pass out. <laughs> well, hey, so funny you should mention that. I was actually thinking to myself, Lord of the Rings was a kind of a big thing in our troop with some of our older, our yeah. older members. And definitely me, and I know you. I was, whenever we ran, we would run for miles. I just, man, when I joined the Marine Corps, I was like, yeah, this is nothing, but I really didn't enjoy running anymore because I had been out of the scouts for a while. Yeah. But I remember it was like, huh, how the orcs do it run for hundreds of miles without stopping? Let's see if we can run the whole loop, the whole five mile loop without <laughs> stopping, which is a. They're orcs, man. Those things are orcs. <laughs> no, that's what it felt like. We would, we ran, we ran to you were you were the time we ran all the way to the tooth of time, right? No, I wasn't there on that. Oh, one. you were dang it! No. I thought you were that one. Mm-hmm. The, that was Will Petchney. Next one, yeah. that was Will Petchney. Dang it! But um, no, that was up in the Wichita's and other places. Ooh, yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> going to the place they said don't go. It was a place to go, especially at the scout camps. Yeah, we don't 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 go to don't go to that cave. All right, it's ten o'clock. Y'all want to go to the cave? Nobody's awake. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorites was that uh, there's a camp in our district called Camp Wisdom, and it's kind of set up as a a Cub Scout and a Boy Scout camp, so it's sort of joint. And that's the one by. Joe Pool Lake, right? The one, oh, that, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's the one, the, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, you're good. You're good. But you can sort of draw a line right down the center of the camp, and like you can tell, okay, this is the Cub Scout side, and this is the Boy Scout side. Because on the Cub Scout side, they got all the fun stuff. <laughs> they got like this fort that they set up, and they got the ships off in the woods, and they got a castle. The castle made of cinder blocks. It was a yeah. legitimate castle. It was a true-on I mean, castle. And it was about, what was it, about 15-foot wall, and we would run up the wall and grab the edge and... Well, See, our whole thing was we would sneak out of the Boy Scout side and go play on all the Cub Scout stuff because mm. they they weren't on the Cub Scout stuff at night. Then I brought yeah. my fireworks that I made at home. That's that, something else. But. <laughs> well, we had the launchers there. Hey, I mean, don't, don't, that was years ago. If anybody's hearing that, don't judge me. But no, we had the uh, the sl- those giant water balloon slingshots. <laughs> and John with John Gush was on one other one, and another one of our friends, and it was you, me, and somebody else. We were launching the fireworks at each other. Yep, those were on the pirate ships. I that believe. was the pirate ships. But mm-hmm. I, st- we, John Guge was brought his fireworks to the, uh, to the castle. <laughs> so, hey, there was one time that a whole bunch of our our uh, guys from our troops snuck out to the pirate ships, and we were launching just random stuff back and forth because they had those. Uh, it was just elastic. Yeah, but it would launch water balloons and stuff back and forth between the ships. And I just remember. Um, one of our guys had a bottle with him, and he's oh, like, "Hey no, guys, look up!" And he launched his bottle, and it wasn't until he launched it that I realized he peed in the bottle, filled it up, and he launched it. And it started spiraling as it went to the other, and sort of sprayed everybody. You just hear their screams. <laughs> Did it spray most of their side? Oh yeah, it's nasty. It was, oh, it's terrible. I don't think I was on that one. Thankfully, I was on the ship that didn't get attacked. So I just got to watch their terror. <laughs> so you That's the kind of stuff we got. Did you get into. in trouble for that? Nobody caught us on that one. <laughs> Nobody caught us ever. That's not entirely true. Well, they did, but we disappeared into the woods. 
Yeah. And we we knew our way around. I mean, we we had a good sense of a direction. Once you knew the camps, then it's like you couldn't really get lost. Yeah. You could Oh, you and they say, "Oh, you can't run here because you can't throw a rock or else you'll have to pick a bigger rock and a bigger rock." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds fun, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, scouts was was something else and I'm really glad I got to do it. Yeah, I miss a lot of that. You're making me want to do it. <laughs> Come on, let's go. So I, I mean, just I wish man the scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the program was still as good as it was when we were in it because they've made a lot of changes due it's to the progressive legal attacks. movement that has ruined a lot of things. Yeah, and it's been a slippery slope for them. I mean, when they first started uh, thinking about doing some rule changes allowing openly gay scouts to enter. Um, that was all they wanted to do, and they they went and said, "Okay, this is this is it." But like, we're gonna do this just and because we're getting pressure. That's just a, that's the snowball effect. Yeah. It just I knew of some incidents growing. that made that made me sick to my stomach. I'm not yeah. really gonna mention here that not because they did that, but why I was in open protest for letting the openly homosexual uh, kids. Right. There were some it's, problems. It's, it's not it's not a dating site. It's a or a dating group. It's a place to uh, learn how. That's to what I feel life. like it would turn into. That's what yeah. Yeah. I think that's why it was Boy Scouts and there weren't really too many female. I mean, the girl, you have Girl Scouts, too. Well, they've opened up they to girls now. Well, Girl Scouts was originally meant to be more kind of like the Scouts, but then once the... But weren't they their own thing? Like, they, they were, yeah, they were their girls own, and guys their own thing. But I noticed something. Is it eventually it became kind of like, okay, just sell your cookies and it going towards our feminist cause? It wasn't going towards the Girl Scouts. It was was going more yeah. towards the adults' agenda outside. And yeah. they didn't, mm, that's definitely BS. That's definitely what killed the Girl Scouts. And so it's kind of like, that's why you don't let the, the, the left get in charge because they'll start doing it to fund their own thing. Yeah. Well, and there were some other problems with it. That's well, certainly the Girl Scouts yeah. is one. I, I'm leaving out a lot. I'm just trying to simplify it. But if you want to go turn this uh, subject into the details. Well, well let, let, let's go back. You were talking about. It started with they originally just wanted to bring in yeah, so gay they, council leader or, or just the gay scouts, gay scout thing. gay scouts. Because I mean, it's inevitable you're probably going to have some closeted gay yeah. scouts. Yeah, just in stay there. closeted. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, there was a few that I met. They were like, I'm well, to being. Well, I don't know a whole lot. I don't know anything about like the Boy Scouts, but like, what happened from? Do y'all know what happened from there? Like, oh, yeah. why? Why did the Boy Scouts go downhill after that? So. Incident. The, the more the left could get, got in and it took control of the situation. It wasn't even that. What no, it, no, I, I say the left in general. I mean, I'm that was sorry. part of it because um, the, the philosophy got in there. But that, That's the, exactly the, what I meant. I'm not, you're more educated to it than I am because once that happened and I was already 18, I yeah. said, all right, I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, I stayed kind of in the scouts after that, but our troop closed right after they allowed the open. In fact, it, it our troop closed the like, a day. Like the, I think the end a, of December, and then well, the, the it, rule went into effect in January. So it's like it's we right closed before. before the rule okay. went into effect. It was effect. like two or three weeks before. Did it close because of that? Or it was, was there... It's at church. Yes. And we oh, felt okay, that okay. we couldn't openly support an organization that's saying, hey, you have to let the openly gay... No, absolutely. I, I get the, yeah. You support the person, not the sin. Some people in our trip was like saying, I, I, I can see where he's coming from, but there's a time and a place for this. He said... I think we should let the openly gay. It's a good pl- way, place to evangel- evangelize them. And I, my, my dad and I were against that. We said, there's a time and a place for that. I mean, you don't need to put your children at risk 
Yeah, no, I think that's the bigger issue because it's it's kind of a closed cell when they and the the, the way it slipped down the slippery slope was okay. They allowed in the openly gay youth, but the whole reason they did that in the first place. So the the only reason they were thinking about allowing in the openly gay was because that there were so many of these companies that sponsored the scouts that decided they were going to pull funding unless the scouts like decided. Yeah. That, that's a big thing uh, that society this, is today. Yeah. It's all, we're in a blackmail society and we don't even yeah, think yeah. about it. And scouts, they got so addicted to that money coming in. Cause, I mean, AT&T was probably the biggest sponsor. Okay. And they said, we are going to cancel all of our, uh, our you know, and sponsorships and yeah, all donations are now. Yeah. But, so when they, they sort of caved to that and they go, okay, okay, we can, we can, you know, in order to get our money back, we got to let just the, the scouts in. Well, as soon as that happened, there was all sorts of legal challenges. It was like, well, if the scouts are in, then why don't you let the leaders in? And so that was a long time. It took maybe about six months, a year, but they finally went, okay, okay, okay. And that was, you know, the whole time those, those things were threatening to remove their sponsorships. Yeah. And so it's been like a steady string of that. So they allowed the scouts in and the leaders, and then it took a bit of time, but they allowed girls in and then... Well, they already had female leadership, but yeah. So they've allowed girls. So they got to a point where they just mix boys and girls. I will. S- yeah. Now okay. the Girl Scouts are still their own separate. Yeah. Entity, but I think the reason so many girls are joining Scouts is because they really crave that outdoor they experience. Do. They okay. do. And I uh, thought that's what they did in Girl Scouts. I thought they did the same thing as Boy Scouts. Just it's girls only, and then there's boys only. They, back in the day, they used. To. That's what I, I thought I it was. I went to a church, or not a church. I went to a school that was a church. Uh, it had this thing called the Indian Guides. It was like as basically my precursor to scouts, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the same organization. They had the boys side of the camp and the girls side of the camp. They did the exact same things, except the boys and girls were separate, and they but they could maybe meet through certain parts, and they just did do certain crafts and uh, and events together, just as teamwork. But because because boys are boys and girls are girls, we work we work differently, so we got to do things in certain ways. That's something I didn't care because I had friend. I visited one of my friend's troops, and he had a female scoutmaster, and I was like, I, I, I could not stand the flow of how things went. It not, had nothing to do with her being female. It was just it felt like it was coming from her mindset of how women do things, and when men are in the woods, they want to do all sorts of stuff. They, yeah, they don't, they don't care. Once a man's in the woods, there is no master. The dominant man reigns supreme. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, just from my experience of, of female scatmasters and, and pe- females... We turn into animals. <laughs> well, no, not even that. No, no, I was, they, no I was saying about my... my oh, oh the, the I, men, didn't mean, yeah. I didn't mean to... I was trying to establish... Well, I mean, it's nothing to say, We, we, we turned to animals out there. At least we did. Mm-hmm. Or I did. Yeah. Especially me. Oh, man. All the things... I was, I was running all fours and howling at the moon. <laughs> But yeah, the the women would, uh, they'd just become pretty much motherly. And that's the only way to really describe it. And it's not a bad thing. Thank you. But they would get way too protective of the scouts. And, you know, boys, they they need to do stuff. You You skin your knee. Yeah. You slip and fall and cut your leg. I had to run in with one. um, They say, don't get hurt. And the men are like, go get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were on a service project. And when I was little, I was, I mean, really little i i probably didn't come above this kitchen table probably like so three short ish well, age or height well the body is probably uh you yeah, were probably three like foot. three no probably like three three age no i, I when i was like 
13, 14, I was super short. Like, I, don't I, think, I, I don't swear. That I got I pictures. I'll, I'll show I'll, you sometime. I like to flip you. I looked like a baby. I, I, I twirled him like a baby. Hey, man. And you guys so like nah. me, didn't you? No, I was this. Oh, I was God. the height I am now. I was this in fifth I'm grade. Sorry. I'm being a terrible person right no, you're now. Fine. You're fine. So. I feel like I'm trying to dominate this. I'm not trying to. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> you're fine. But, Anyways, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we were on a surface project. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, that was this little tiny thing. And we had a, a female leader on the group. And we had a whole bunch of people. We were building a trail. And uh, my dad was cutting the front of the trail and be like, okay, David, uh, go get me an axe. So I'd go back to the back yeah. of the line where all the tools were and pick up the axe and start heading back. And that female leader would be like, oh, 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 no, you don't need to be carrying that, honey. Here, 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 let me take that from you. And she'd take my tool. And I'd go up to my dad and like, Dad, she took my tool. She took it from me. Like, <laughs> she took the axe. Like, because he get upset. Like, I thought, I thought I told you to bring me the axe. Yeah. Like, I'm frustrated too. So I'm like, okay, go get me the loppers. I get that. She do the same dang thing. You should just run away. Like, no. Mm. Like, I'm powerless. <laughs> oh, you have legs. I did have legs, but uh, that was then. Ever after, my dad started calling me uh, or calling her my scout mom. <laughs> <laughs> she just baby me the whole time. Like I don't want this. Yeah, that's but that's how it works. And, you know, that's, that's why I I I now start. You're bringing back some memories there. Whenever I was a woman in charge, I was like, no, I gotta disappear into the woods. No, because I was not yeah. gonna listen to them telling me, no, you can't do this. You're gonna get hurt. I mean, there were some I, good ones in charge I, that were. lessened that, but in general, that's kind of how they leave. I forget what her name was, but there was one really nice lady who always was, uh, if, she, if she got hurt, she was like, <laughs> she gave you a thumbs up, like, hey. That's, that's how I viewed the scouts, both boy and girl, was, I mean, you have like, I mean, you have school, and then, you know, for some people you have church, and then for older people you have work. And you're around multiple people. You're around both male and female. But, like, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts was a separation. It was, like, boys only for your Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Girls only. This was time just with you and the people you understand more. The Boy Scouts was kind of a method of... The reason it was the Boy Scouts was young boys being taught how to do things that men can do. Learn and grow, yeah. It's not not turning into a... It's not turn into a young adult. It's turn into a young man and actually know... be, Be competent and actually... Uh, be able to trust your own skills out in the wilderness or uh, learn crafts and yeah. be, be, just have the knowledge readily available to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's also interesting too because there was the survival aspect and there's also the career aspect. If you look yes. at merit badges, they're little snapshots of a whole bunch of different yeah, careers. Oh, yeah, you're right. And uh, so you get to try out a whole bunch of things before you even get close to college. So you can already start thinking, I, I really like this. I want to try that out. And that helps a lot of young scouts actually pick a career. Yeah. You know what I find funny? What's that? Is that scout camps, we always had to have our totem chips. But when we were in our own little group or at the Oasis or the uh, on a, just our troop by ourselves campouts, we all had our knives and we didn't care. But then we went to those... Uh, Scout camps are like, okay, you were improper with your knife. Give me your totem chip, and they cut off the end. If you if you lose so many, you can't carry a knife. You, you yeah. So the totem chip, you have to pass a little class before you can carry a pocket knife. With who you. who was it that took that class four times in a row to get four totem chips? <laughs> I don't even. Remember. He, he did it four. He did four classes in a row. <laughs> uh, but he he didn't he didn't get. And then did he, he not he, pass? He he passed. 
but he did it four times in a row that we got four totem chips. He's like, no, I didn't get it. Does that do something more? So, so if he lost his knife privileges, he had backups. Yeah, so if you if you did something unsafe with your knife, like if you let somebody inside your blood circle. Which then, I did all the time. And anybody does that. Yeah. If they're to my left, I don't care. If they're to my right, yeah, I don't. It's more like your blood 90 degree angle. <laughs> but so if you did something that a leader de- deemed unsafe, they would cut a corner off of your little totem chip card. Okay. So if you got, I think it was three or four corners cut four off, corners. then you got, yeah, your privileges revoked. So if he had four cards, that was he had four you know, times four, four times dude. Four That's 16. Yeah. <laughs> I think eventually he started just printing them. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm sure there was lots of people that did that. But. <laughs> Once he got older. Hmm. He was doing. He was. I think the biggest thing is because he liked throwing his knives at boards. Yeah, that would. Be. I, I know. I was out there in the woods with him, hanging out, and doing that. <laughs> Have my tomahawk. That's the life, dude. Yeah, that's the life. <laughs> Remember the tomahawk events? I do. Nathaniel is fantastic with tomahawks. Like I, I saw him make the Robin Hood shot with tomahawks once, What's where you the- hit one in the the bullseye, and then you hit your own axe and stick it in your own axe. That's pretty good. Oh, I mean. I've been throwing tomahawks since I was a kid. That's pretty good. So, so if you need to learn, he's the yeah, one. I've been doing but nowadays, that. everybody's an expert because they got these axe throwing places. And yeah, they're <laughs> becoming trendy now. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah, so. except now I just kind of, I, I don't go into those places. <laughs> right. It's and not I, special it's not, anymore. It's not, because, not because of that, but more like I like to myself. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna throw this tree. <laughs> I see it's more natural. I, I, I like walking down this. It's like. Target right there. Got it. <laughs> you throw it at a random object. Somebody gives you a target, you throw it and you got it. But if you got a target right there in front of you, it's like, hey, you, you know how to do it, but not Yeah. It. It's not yeah. as much of a challenge. I prefer my Tomahawks. I don't like throwing hatchets. They are so unbalanced. Yeah, they're different. <laughs> yeah, you just got to get used to the feel <laughs> of whatever you're throwing. Oh, if we're going to go into barbarian warfare, though, I'm probably going to beat somebody to death with the back of the Tomahawk, with the back of the uh, hatchet before I... <laughs> Use the accent. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Sorry, <laughs> got a little violent there. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Viking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. So, like, with the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. so you still you said you still have the Girl Scouts, right? So, yeah. are the Boy Scouts is, is the Girl Scouts even a thing now? Yeah, they're still. Oh yeah, that's right. I think what, they are. What am I saying? I, of course they are. There's still those Girl Scout cookies. That yeah. is Boy Scouts, both boys and girls now, or no. is there yes. still? Yeah, okay. it's now something. Yeah, and I, I think... Yeah. It's now just the Scout, Scouts of America, I believe. Yeah, that would make sense. I think they did change the name, finally. That's kind of like... Which the Girl Scouts hated want... that. What? The Girl Scouts hated that because they, they knew they weren't providing all of the services that well, the Girl Scouts good. wanted. Okay. Or the girls wanted. Because um, the, the whole thing of it is the Girl Scouts have a, a the highest tier award that you can get that's similar to the Eagle Scout. It's called the Silver Award. Okay. It's every bit as hard to get. Um, but if you look at the benefits of actually getting that award versus what you get for getting Eagle Scout, of course, I mean, Eagle the... Scout is starting to gradually lose yeah, its meaning but, unless you're from an older era. Right, but I mean, just in general, like if you get the Eagle Scout, I mean, there's people that look at that and go, "Okay, that's a really hard award to get." For I instance, value the military, you, you get the. Um, you typically, if you when you join the military, you get you start out as a private, but if you are a Eagle Scout, you start as a private first class. 
So at least that's how the Marine Corps does it. Yeah, mm. You get a bump up immediately. That's... But they didn't have that for the Silver Award. Okay. And so, and they're not providing all those services like going camping and doing fun stuff that the girls wanted. So as soon as the Scouts opened up, hey, girls can come in. All the girls started flooding in there, and now the Girl Scouts is losing their free labor selling cookies. And Nathaniel was absolutely right with that. Like they are literally using the girls to push a moral agenda yeah. and also a, a monetary agenda that they can just take the money and do whatever they want. That is the main reason our church did not take the Girl yeah. Scouts as a organization. They were there and they were all... The only thing she mentioned, according to my dad from the event, is that she was discussing, oh, these are how we do our cookie sales, 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 and our profits go towards this organization, this organization. And I, I think my dad mentioned he said... Well, was was it go towards in y'all's events? Like, well, a small amount goes. It's like, so you should all go back and. Do it, it's just he was he, our church kind of viewed it as kind of a slavery situation in a way. More it's, or less, it's it not is. really, but it you sign up to be one free labor. Yeah, yeah. And the, the incentives for actually getting the cookies sold is very minuscule. Like they, they give you a couple token prizes if you're the the biggest seller in your. I don't know if they have troops or not. Uh, they have something, something thing like a lodge. Or, yeah. So you said the 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 girls' highest rank was silver, yeah, right? The silver award. Is there Thank anything? Thank God we didn't do that with our popcorn. Is there anything you get for silver, like for getting that highest rank as a girl? Accolades, but they they don't get those like, real even world worth benefits. Someone's yeah. time. I mean. If somebody knows what it is, so people are far more familiar with Eagle Scout than they are with Silver. But if somebody knows it, then it, they'll treat yeah, it equally. Of the Silver Award recipients that I've met, they're all fantastic women. I mean, yeah, I think that's the cream of the crop. The actual benefits you get from Girl Scouts, pretty much only the Silver Award recipients actually experience that. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're now thinking, hey, if I might as well join the Scouts and be uh, get. Get all the benefits. Yeah, I don't blame them one bit. I don't. I really do not blame them. I think it's good for them. A lot of guys, but I feel like um, I lost out some of my heritage. (laughs) No, no, nothing against them. I'm really glad they're getting the experience that they had craved. Yeah, I just am sad that they didn't have an organization that could uh, be strictly about them and give them all the attention they need in this endeavor rather than be a mixed crop of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the end goal pretty much for the Boy Scouts, as it looks, I think they're trying to transition into something that would be a family-oriented camping. So it's like you okay. go on a Boy Scout camp out, but it's it's really you know your, your daughter and your whole, your wife, everybody nope. just come along. Uh, yeah, people your are not, not going to get hurt. <laughs> no, no, no. One day we're gonna be those grandparents, kind of like some of those skits where it's like, "Oh, we're not, we weren't out. This, these new, uh, new fancy fancy scouts. We were those good old fashioned run through the woods scouts. People got hurt back then." <laughs> well, I'm, I've begun. There's, there's a divide in my mind of when that first rule went in. It was, I believe, 2013 was when the rule finally went into so. effect. I tried to put it out of my mind. For uh, gay scout yeah. or yeah. gay That was leaders. the beginning of the end, really. Okay. So the, the program started to dip a little bit before that in terms of quality. But it was still a solid program yeah, yeah. until the rule. And then, you know, they, they had to start backpedaling and, and trying to cater to the demands of these entities that were funding them. And so the quality of the program dipped as well as the, you know, the rules that you had to okay. follow. And the, so... I started viewing things as if you got Eagle before 2013, 
you're a okay in my book. If you get it after 2013, I still have value for Maybe that. Maybe the first few them. years. Yeah. What's, what's, when do we get ours? I wonder. We we got it right at the end of the troop. I think. Yeah. So it was about. Oh, wait, I thought it was 2014. Yeah. I got my card. Yeah, actually, I have your card. I don't, I don't have mine anymore. Somewhere, somewhere out there in the world. 2013. Oh, the rule went into effect 2014. Okay. So you're safe if you're in 2013. We we got ours in December of 2013. Okay. I think we got ours on the same same night too. No, no, I we. Or did you? I, no, you got I, your shortly. Before. I hijacked a award ceremony because <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I guess I mean, there's no point in me having a a Boy Scout or a game my Eagle ceremony. Um, when I'm the only one getting the Eagle Scout, so I said, might we decided to say, hey, we're, we got the our award ceremony for our Scout troop. Let's just uh, have my get me get my Eagle Scout at the end of it. Yeah. And if anybody wants to ground, they could. If they want to leave, they could go. But it's most good. everybody stayed. I did my whole Eagle speech and all that. And got my Eagle Scout. And I mean, I was there for a few. Uh, people were. <laughs> Well, people were getting pissed at me for uh, keeping the badge on. Well, they shouldn't have. You're allowed I was, to wear I was it like, whenever. I was like, I prefer the badge to the uh, to the to the what's it called patch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So once once you get the actual award, you, you have a patch that sits on your left pocket, but you also get a medal. Okay. And so you, technically, you're allowed to wear the medal whenever. But uh, there's some people that. Think that looks tacky, like oh, you're, I'm showing off. Look at look at all these medals. I think I you can yeah. only wear it under certain circumstances, can you? It depends on where you go to look for the rule. Okay. In general, it's considered like if you want to wear it to the normal meetings, that's fine. You can't wear your uniform or, or medals or anything to just everyday events. Like I'm going to school, I'm going to wear my uniform. But <laughs> if it's an official event, you should be able to wear medals. Of course, then there were the scout troops that came out of the schools and they just wore those trips got you for us like okay I'm going to my own extracurricular activity and that was something else that was really tacky um, on the Boy Scout side what doing it out of schools yeah so the whole issue with that is um, there's a big push from council to maintain a certain amount of scouts in your district right so you have to have the numbers and that's how they acquire funding for the district from the big old national yeah. Boy Scouts so what happened was right after the, the openly gay scouts rule and then subsequently all the other rules that came afterwards, numbers started to tank because people were pulling out their, their kids, the, uh, troops were closing. It was a bad time for scouts. Yeah, I was talking about the old days when we had scout troops. There, I mean, there were some school scout troops before that, but afterwards what the, the district started doing is they'd go around to all these schools and they go, okay, how about you open up a, a scout troop um, in the school where it becomes essentially a class that the students would attend one day out of the week. Um, and they would register a whole bunch of the boys in that scout troop. And so they'd get the numbers to go up really, really high in yeah. the district. So they would say, hey, look, we're not losing any members. But it was a subpar troop. Yeah, the, the scout masters were teachers who wouldn't take the boys camping. They wouldn't really do merit badges. They'd just sit in a room for an hour once a week. So it's like that you couldn't even really call them Boy Scouts, but that's what they did to get around the rules so they could get money. I kind of want to circle back to the beginning of when we were in Scouts and some stuff. Let's do it. Um, I, our original Scoutmaster, I'm not going to mention names because I don't know who's all listening on the other ends, but I, I liked him. But he was definitely more like the other troops in the endeavor of doing the, the, the paperwork and books. It was almost like, I said to myself at one point, I, 
I came here to get uh, if I would have if I wanted to do homework, I would have stayed at home and finished. <laughs> well, and there's two sides to scouts. One well, is the, the camping, de- and I then definitely one's the agree, paperwork. But I mean, once we went to it being all basically practical and yeah. doing a little bit of that in between the two, like you did a first little class, and then you go to another thing where you got got a little break from it and actually learned another skill, and then you came back and learned the other parts of the actual class course. That way you didn't feel like you were sitting in school. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that's a difference in leadership styles because I really liked him as a scoutmaster. I I really did too, but I I, I kind of agree with my dad on this where he's saying, uh, I really enjoy not having to spend all my time at... uh, Boy Scout camps and uh, state park camps because I don't have to deal with the dang rules (laughs) (laughs) of no campfire, we're in a drought. (laughs) Remember those 20 degree campouts we'd go on? We were sitting over uh, Coleman lamps just to stay warm. (laughs) That was miserable. There was one in particular where we went to Camp Constantine and nobody knew there was this really bad cold front that was going to blow in for that weekend. I mean, it was it was like 90 degrees before that, so everybody packed shorts and yeah. T-shirts and really light was that sleeping pol- bags. Was that our first pullover one? That, this, wait, is Camp Constitution by the uh, Possum Kingdom? Yes. Okay, so that was. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Sorry. So, Go ahead. So, yeah, we got out there, and the cold front hit, and we were... I mean, we were freezing. <laughs> and I do remember uh, both my dad and his dad were, were like huddled. They had like Coleman lanterns between their legs, like pretty much hugging them just to stay warm. And the kids were pretty much just sitting in their sleeping bag. Fending for herself. I mean, I know that um, I think you, me, John Goosh, Daniel Sandlin, and somebody else, I forget who, we were just still doing our own thing. Daniel Sandlin ended up going into a sleeping bag, but John Goosh, you and me, uh, kept moving around to stay warm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we because it was really boring because it was too cold to actually do anything. We we'd planned to go hiking and and maybe well during the day and, it was good enough, but you weren't gonna go fishing. It was right, too, it was way too cold. I remember we just to stay busy. We went down to the lake and started like building a land bridge, like going out into it. Yeah, granted, it was winter, mm-hmm. but we had just had a warm front come through, yeah. and we expected it to stay warm for a few more days. Um, and then the cold front hit, and it ended up being 20 degrees, and everything in the morning was frozen. <laughs> so we had a lot of cool experiences like that. We got a, a little we patch for, for cold, like sub-freezing camping. The polar bear. The polar bear award. Uh, oh, I think it was also that trip when we first discovered those purple spider egg sacks that we wore as war paint that the Indians mm-hmm. used to use. Yeah, they really yeah, like They'd stain your skin for a week, but... Uh, yeah, you bust the little spider egg pods, and they've got a really yeah. like deep red dye in them. Okay, I'd say it was more of a um, purple. Yeah, purple maroonish. Yeah, maroon. Maybe wine. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know what the color of wine is really. That's how it would stain your skin for sure. <laughs> oh man, we 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 definitely become rambunctious after those. Mm, yeah. So we we had our fun. We were never as bad as some of the troops. There were some really really bad ones we weren't bad we were just wild cats yeah, so yeah. We, were, we were tame in and amongst ourselves and we definitely were, compared to others we were well behaved we just were very energetic and gave the perception of oh no those are some hooligans over there <laughs> i mean but to, we always 
had a very clean camp at site afterward. Yeah. People actually would compliment us on that, saying, "I'm glad you're here. You always leave y'all always leave your campsite better than you found it." Uh, things like that. You're we're always respectful, well beha- uh, well behaved in groups, mm-hmm. but. We would wander off and them do things we weren't supposed to off the clock where we wouldn't get, be seen. I think every every boy has that mentality. Well, we, we did a lot. I, I love it. Those are my fondest memories, going off into the places we weren't supposed to. <laughs> that time, uh, jo- I, I don't know if you were... This is my first time at Camp Pioneer. John Guge and I, we... Uh, we were catching frogs and we climbed the the fence around the pool and we were catching skinks and frogs and just and somebody with a flash like hey what's going on over there whoop <laughs> <laughs> they gone I remember one time at uh, I guess it was summer camp at uh, Camp Pioneer uh, y'all I, I don't remember I think it was John Gooch that snuck out and when we had gotten to camp the the swimming pool was out front and center okay. Mm-hmm. And on the inside of the, the chain link fence around the pool, somebody had hung up a really big beach towel that had a pirate uh, flag. Or it was pi- a pirate flag, yeah. but it said "Surrender the Booty" on it. I'm and everybody sure, I saw that, that happening. I think. And funny. one night, it just disappeared. And I'm pretty sure John Good snuck in there and stole it. No, he, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was there when he did it, but he didn't keep it. Oh, did he? He, he, he did, but. When he 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 saw some adults on the side of the road, or we some other scouts walking with their flashlights, just walking to their camp, and we go, oh crap, just duck, duck down. It's like I don't want to get caught with this. <laughs> that was no, it was great. Yeah, I I recalled being. I think pretty sure I even. I think pretty sure it was the surrender of the beauty flag. Yeah, I think it probably was. That sounds pretty fun. We, we were an incredibly unique troop, just in the fact that people would have expected us to be. Hooligans. Yeah, really crazy, very disrespectful. But all of our guys were very respectful, and when they were talking to adults, and we, we did care, uh, especially with the the campsite, like Nathaniel was saying, uh, we had a, a policy with the troop that whoever was the SPL, so it, it's our senior patrol leader, it's the youth head of the troop. Yeah. Um, when it got time to leave a campsite, he'd get everybody together, and you'd line up and do something called a police line. Where you line up, you know, arms distance apart. You still and do you, that in you the Marine Corps. Yeah. You comb the, the campsite going in different directions and you picking up trash and like setting things right. And the SPL and the adults would follow along behind and every piece of trash that they missed in doing the police lines, you'd have to do five push ups. And so I'm sure they would call that corporal punishment today, but it was a way of well, he would collect uh, Oh, the scouts. Point, yeah, scouts. To encourage, like, well, that, that to, encourage. to pay attention. Yeah, so you pay attention. Yeah. There, so there, was, there, there was consequences. It wasn't yeah. like it was hazing. It was their punishment for not being yeah. more thorough. Right. And so you'd end up getting more physically fit because you were doing push-ups. You'd become more aware. And by the the adults coming along behind you, you got every piece of trash. Yeah, the Marine Corps st- does things like that. Do you, if you don't do something right, you got to I used to do something like that. Every time I would say a cuss word, I would do 10 pull-ups. Of course. And then I, th- I, th- I kind of stopped doing that. Of course, <laughs> like, I, I, think, I think somebody I work with got in trouble, like, got a hazing charge for it. And I was like, why did they get a hazing charge for that? Because we were on, uh, we, uh, because I'm an MP, we were doing uh, these things where we were had a hostage and um, and criminal um, targets. Okay. And But if you hadn't accidentally hit the hostage, uh, the hostage yeah, and the whole platoon, we'd have to run. Uh, so many laps around the the field. Yeah, 
It's a good deterrent, if it's nothing good, else. It's definitely a good deterrent, but yeah. I, I when somebody got charged with hazing for that, I was like, what? I mean, that's why. It's the military. It shouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially the Marine Corps. It's like, why not? I mean, thanks, Mothers of America. <laughs> that's that's its own little organization. It's kind of like what we said. Mother's like, I don't want my kid getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely understand you don't want your kid getting killed, but we should be able to get hurt and learn from our mistakes. Right. Yeah. And learn how to tolerate the pain and be able to just like, okay, I got cut. Just get me a needle and thread. There you go. You got to do that when you're out in the field. So, I mean, you might as well learn how to do it well when you're uh, in a safe space, essentially. Yeah. Exactly. Before Mm. a war war breaks out. Exactly. You're not going to have the time then. How long have you known each other? Wait, do you know how many years? Oh, we're back to the very first question of the uh, the night. You'll never really answered it. No, I, I, I had this down to, I think... I had down exactly. If we uh, met in like twelve years, it's probably been more like eight, eight, eight uh, years. More, eighteen, maybe. 18? Ooh, eighteen, eighteen years. Were you like five? Uh, eight. eight years. We were eight. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, eight. It's been to... more than eight years. <laughs> okay, so of course, it's been more than eight years. <laughs> so probably maybe eleven years. Oh, 12, yeah. I think actually twelve years. I mentioned. I recall mentioning something like that a few times. Hmm. We've we, known we, each other for a long time, about right. as long as I can remember. Yeah, that's the same. Well, I do remember times where you weren't around. Yeah, it was like we. I, we I'm, I'm referring to the church, though. Yeah, yeah. I saw hmm. you around, but we we were more of acquaintances back then than that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we've been really good friends for I'd say about eight, uh, ten years. Yeah. From our time in the scouts. Because it took about two years before we started to really notice each other. Yeah, that was a big transition going from Cub Scouts into Boy Scouts. Um, yeah. It was, it was good times. It was good. I, I wish you were there because you could have been yeah. right in there with I, I, had, I knew a few people other than you who did the, the Boy Scout stuff, but I never did it. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I, I probably didn't have a chance to do it anyways. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and that's... I had, a, I had a different childhood growing up, so I don't think I would have been able to really yeah. get into that anyways. Yeah, especially with your time overseas. Yeah, I was overseas a for a few years. So. What were you doing overseas? Uh, my, my parents were missionaries, so ah. we were overseas for a few years, so probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> probably shouldn't have been. Let's be there when I made our specialty beverages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, Nathaniel was really big into to making mead when we were underaged. He didn't make a whole bunch of it, but he did make some. And so he brings some every once in a while to have it. There you go. Just sips here and there. Yeah, we, we, it wasn't enough to get anybody anything. We just were like, ooh, we're tasting it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You got this um, maybe something the size of a water bottle full of homemade hooch made from honey and juniper berries. And uh, ten... Uh, ten uh, Boy Scouts, like, ooh, I want to try something. <laughs> you don't end up with much. <laughs> yeah, a little sip. There you go. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but it was kind of. But it definitely. I, I did it. I, I made me want to start making that just for fun, and you're still doing that more frequently than I am. I don't know. I haven't done it. In Not like me eight months. <laughs> but you, you know, you're still more frequently than I am. It's been three years since I've been able to make anything. That's true. Because I'm stuck in the barracks and they don't let you do it there. And if so, yeah. 
So of course I kind of want to say no. It's just one bottle of something. It's fine. Just hide it somewhere. <laughs> My closet. I'll share some. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's a look away tax. I get a little bit. And you just look the other way. Yeah, that's how you do it. No, but that that, that was funny. That was probably the worst thing I did in the scouts. Yeah, I mean we we were pretty tame. It Thanks. sounds terrible the stuff we did, but. Oh, yeah. But people. think about it. You're just this little kid. These kids, like, oh, I didn't, st- I didn't uh, acquire it illegally or, um, or buy it. I made it myself. I'm a craftsman. There you go. <laughs> That's well, the real way yeah. to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think my parents listen to this, but I'm not going. I'm, I really am going to be strict with my kids if they try, if I catch them drinking at underage. But I'll be like. I'll say, I'll be like, no. And I'll pop a giant bag of barley in front of them. If you got to drink, you got to do it yourself. Yeah. You got to make it hey. yourself. Make them not want to. Hey, man, I, I drank a little underage, but nothing yeah. nothing far enough to do anything. So yeah, I, was, I wasn't drinking a lot underage. I just was drinking little bits here and there. Yeah, I just got a taste, man. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. So, um, should we call it quits? Probably. Probably. I feel like we've gone in lots of circles tonight. And also, we are <laughs> recording a little later than we usually, yeah, and I don't want to keep y'all out. I don't want being here as, a, man, as long as they're willing to listen. I keep forgetting they're here. <laughs> We're just having a regular conversation. <laughs> yeah, nice. this is just a regular conversation. It guys. seems like it. Yeah. And it's not. I'm not even thinking about what at the beginning I was thinking. This about whole thing that. is just me sitting on the sidelines while we all two are talking. <laughs> That's all it's been. Oh, that man. Happens. When we bring in one of your guests... Yeah, I know. It's how it works. When we bring in one of our friends, y'all two are friends, so it makes sense. I've had my friend over, and we sit there and... Well, maybe I'll show up again one day. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Who knows? I'm Whenever you... Yeah. Might be back here in October. If, hey. Yeah. yeah, you're always but, but I'm saying who knows. It might be October, November. If they let me re-enlist, I'll probably be back home in November. If they don't let me re-enlist, I'll be back home in October. Whatever works out, man. So and then you you're going back into it right or you're what no. I think a week I, I go back uh, I go back to North Carolina on Saturday ooh so a little less than a week uh, man yeah I, this out. is my first time I've taken three weeks of leave and it's refreshing I, I, I it is but <laughs> it I really do not want to go back right now <laughs> I get to Cherry Point of all places that's a tiny base that's where we say Marines come to die not not literally but yeah. Their career nothing comes to, to die. There is nothing to do. Mm. It gets time to, I don't know, reflect on yourself. Mm. Read some books. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> That's all I could advise. So. That's about it. I feel like a dang glorified <laughs> security guard. That's fun. It can be fun. Meh. <laughs> I'd rather be on the place where the action is. That's true. That would keep you. Your Same. time will come. <laughs> will it now? I'm potentially <laughs> just, get a, fingers I potentially crossed. might be getting out. Fingers crossed. Not because I want to, but also because I kind of want to, but not really. <laughs> hey. I, want, I want to. I want to come back home. I'll, I'll, if I if I can't get in, maybe I can stay in reserves. Because yeah, at go. least I'll have my foot in the door if a war breaks out. Hopefully not. Shut up. <laughs> we don't want to shut up. I'm a marine. We, we are there to fight. Hey, hey, we don't want no war, especially under Biden. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right Send on that. Send in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it sounds like we got ourselves a new conversation to talk about right now. No, no. <laughs> we better cut it off. We, are, we, we will never talk bad about Biden. <laughs> no, not that, but I'm saying about being fodder. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. 
Well, Not everybody, uh, yeah, it was should... good uh, to have you come and listen in. Uh, thank you, Nathaniel, for being right. on I hope, And also, I hope I wasn't too annoying and going nah, in circles. You're fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. So, you have anything uh, well, left you want to say? Uh, anything to add at the end? Anything to add? Your social media. <laughs> Stay salty. <laughs> there you go. Good, good one. Uh, David, you got uh, any last words uh, for us? Bowing, of course. Bowing? Yep. Yes. Bowing. Yeah, that's our, our catchphrase now. Catchphrase. Yep. So a podcast. <laughs> Dang it, I forgot my catchphrase. Oh, well. It was stay salty. That's right. Durka durka. That works. No, no, no. It's salt, stay salty. <laughs> will be mine. But that's, that's <laughs> my... Be that's very a, careful. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's something else. Not bad. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. have anything you want to say, Trey? No, dude. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that's you that's not me i don't i don't do that stuff so well uh yeah thanks for listening and uh we'll thanks for nathaniel for being on and i'm, I'm appreciate and, uh, you having me on yeah and uh we'll catch you next time see ya peace bro